listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Christian Speak Talk Radio is a non-profit ministry. We are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed through PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper, be in good health, even as your soul prospers. Unto the Lord, for he is As a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, all of your gifts are tax deductible. So go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com. God bless you. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another hour of Declaring the Finished Work. This is your host, Pat Randall, on this wonderful day, the day that the Lord has made. I pray that you are ready to open up your mind and your heart to hear what the the Spirit of the Lord is speaking in this hour And I have full confidence in the work of the Holy Spirit. I can only deliver what the messages that I'm hearing in this particular season. But I know that it is the spirit of truth that is able to penetrate the minds and hearts of God's people. God's people. And we're all God's people. We were all created by him. And the wonderful truth is that we live, move, and have our being in him. And that we're never separated from him. That his love for us is unconditional. That we've been saved by grace not by works, no man can boast about it, 
but it is all the work of Christ Jesus. Jesus taking on a human appearance and coming into the earth. Coming from that spirit of love. God so loved the world that he sent his son. So I pray that you will get exactly what you need today. In Jesus' name, amen. So this week, I will be dealing with the title, A Story. It's a story. It's a story, but the title... The title of this episode is Waking Up Inside of a Cult. Waking Up Inside of a Cult. Can you imagine? Now, I'm going to start off talking about knowledge and how important it is. The scripture tells us that My people perish for a lack of knowledge. And this holds true for the people, God's people inside of of Christian organizations and God's people that are in the world. So you see that the lack of knowledge Let me see, how should I say this? People are easily manipulated when they lack knowledge. And therefore, they tend to look to others to give them the facts or the truth. Or I should say the facts and the truth. And... It is more, um, what's the word that I want to use? It's, it's more, this truth is more obvious now in this day and age where people are, just aren't critical thinkers. And when they express their views, you understand that it is the views that are being held by a group and someone has expressed these views and this group has accepted these views as their truth, their perspective, how they see what's happening in the world around them. Um, as I talk about this, well, first of all, this this message was motivated um, earlier this week. I listened to someone share their testimony about finding themselves in a cult Coming to that realization, uh, they've been told and they've heard people 
call it call it a cult, but they would not accept it. But an awakening began to happen in this person's life, and then they began to see the things, the flags that were up, the things that would ordinarily cause them to question, they were ignoring them. They had been ignoring them. And finally, they were waking up out of it. And he was also expressing how difficult that journey is as you begin to uh, deprogram yourself and also the emotions that are connected to coming out of, well, first of all, acknowledging, first of all, that, you know, I'm participating in a cult. Acknowledging your part in that participation. Because it's not like you're, you were forced or you were forced into the, the cult by gunpoint. But it's some choices that you made that got you to that place. And you have to own that first as you go through the process of deprogramming yourself and allowing yourself to hear the truth. Now, I'll mostly be talking about those of us who have connected ourselves to a Christian organization. Because the church is the people. We we are the church. We are the temple of the living God. His very spirit lives on the inside of us. Whether we want to acknowledge it or not, he is present. And the beautiful part about God is that he doesn't disown us. Even if we deny him, he doesn't really disown us. Because if he had, he would not have sent Jesus. And I am very hopeful about the human race as I look at prophecy. And um, one of those prophecies um, is found in Jeremiah in chapter 31. And this, this promise is that God, God would put his laws within us and write them on our hearts. And our hearts is the, the deeper place within us. You know, the mind can keep you on the surface, but once it drops down into the heart, because it, the scripture also says, out of the abundance of the, of the heart, the mouth speaks. So once it gets down there into the heart, into the deep recesses of your being where you're, you're believing something that now is controlling your actions 
and the decisions that you make and how you treat people, all of that is determined by what you're carrying around inside your heart. Let me read this verse. I'm going to, it's Jeremiah 31 verse 34. And no longer shall each one teach his neighbor and each his brother saying, know the Lord for they shall all know me from the least of them to the greatest declares the Lord for I will forgive their iniquity and I will remember their sin no more. Isn't that beautiful? I will write my laws upon your heart. Upon our hearts. And we will no longer have a need to be taught by our neighbor or by our brother. And the Lord is declaring that I will forgive their iniquity and I will remember their sin no more. What a beautiful prophecy. Absolutely beautiful. I'm going to now go move down to... um, Into the New Testament, and we're going to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. One thing I want to say is, um, well, actually, before I read 1 Corinthians 13, let me tell you a little bit about this, this guy's testimony. He was sharing that he ended up in a cult before he recognized that indeed it was a cult. And the man in this story identified himself as a Christian conservative and a Republican and a Trump supporter. He talked about how in this cult, you are always being instructed by others to only listen to and to only watch or to only read news from certain sources. So you're put in this information bubble where you're only gathering your information from one place. And if, and he, and one of the things that he said was when he uh, listened to something outside that bubble and he, he would come back in the bubble and say, well, you know, because it, it raised a flag and he was said, well, I heard, or I watched, or I read, 
this certain thing that made me question, right? And um, my support of 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 Trump and and um, the stolen election and the deep state and and all these things, right? And immediately, the voices around him, those people that he had chosen to connect himself with, uh, would tell him, "No, no, that's that's fake news." And you need to only get your information from this source. Don't listen outside of this. And it reminded me of, 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 of church organizations. I mean, have you ever been in a, a church organization where they give you instructions like when certain books come out or there's a certain there's certain preaching and teachings that are going on and they tell you don't don't listen don't watch don't read because it's dangerous it's in fact I think I talked about um uh, how uh, when they tell you and it's not everyone because there are some people who really believe that it is dangerous, but um, it's also a way of controlling you by telling you that this is dangerous. And, you know, what I think is, is that, I mean, we really don't trust the Holy Spirit to do what he's, what the Holy Spirit does. We don't trust that he will speak to us and that if we are on the wrong track, that God will correct us. He will correct us because he loves us. And, you know, as I was listening to this guy share this story, you know, I began to think about my own experiences. You know, I've been um, connected to Christian organizations for decades now. And right now I am not um, committed to an organization. Um, I may sometime visit, not as often as I used to, um, but when I was committed into a Christian organization, as they call a, a ministry, I have had experiences where there were flags and there were things that needed to be questioned. And because I was basically in in this bubble where I was listening to to this teaching and hanging out with these this this group um within the ministry and um I basically would talk myself out of even questioning what I thought was a flag and it and it's so it's it is so easy to do it because 
you know, we, I don't know that we quite understand about how forgiveness works and how trust works and how, how love works. And a lot of times when, um, God is trying to show us something, we ignore it because we feel that we're being disloyal or that it's just in, 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 in my mind and, and, um, I need to focus on the word of God. And you, you let go of things that were actually things that were being shown to you that, yeah, you need to question this. And coming to a place where you understand that we're all on the same journey together. Some people like to act like they've arrived somewhere, but, but they're not, you know, we, we teach in part, we prophesy in part and, uh, and that's the reality of, of where, of where we are. And, uh, let's go to first Corinthians, uh, chapter 13. And I'm going to start in verse eight. And I think I'm going to read eight through 10 and it says, Love never ends. See, now that's something that never ends. Love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, I mean, I think that's amazing. As for knowledge, it will pass away. Can you imagine being at a place where this place in in Christ where there's no need for prophecies there's no need for uh speaking in tongues and, and no need for 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 knowledge because you're just being you're being there's no need to consume something that is very much a part of you and you're living in it. And God's spirit is basically directing your life. Let's go to verse nine. It says, for we know in part and we prophesy in part. 10 says, but when the perfect comes, the partial will pass away when the perfect comes. And I know that uh, in some teachings, people will say uh, their belief is that this is talking about when Christ returns. And I have a sort of, I have a, well, not sort of, I do have a different uh, view of that. When the perfect comes, the part will pass away. The perfect comes in phases for us. 
There are things that I've done away with once it has been placed with the truth. When it's been replaced by Jesus. And then I began to see that this perspective or this reasoning that that I have about a particular thing or a particular person is it's not in this it's not from the spirit of God. I'm not seeing it with the mind of Christ, I should say, with the mind of Christ. That's why it's always encouraging us to put on the mind of, of Christ. But in order to actually put it on, you've got to know about the Christ. You've got to have spent time getting to know the Christ. Jesus' life here in the earth realm presented, presented to us the way, the way, the truth, and the life, the life. You know, Christian teachings have progressed to the understanding that a personal relationship with Jesus Christ is key to our spiritual walk. But based on evangelicals' involvement in politics and other current events demonstrate to me that we are just touching the tip of the iceberg and we haven't gotten beneath the waters in terms of our relationship in Christ. Religion through the ages has been used to corral people and harness the power of the many by convincing them to give up their right to question or be honest and be courageous. And, uh, you know, I'm going to stop right here. There's so much that I I want to cover, and I can see now that it's going to take me a little bit bit of time to unravel all of this. But some of the things that we see are the works of religion. Because religion is not the same thing as living and moving and having your being. In God. But we've seen religion at work, and I'll talk a little bit more about this in the next broadcast. When we saw the religious people, how they came against Jesus because he was interrupting their way of living, the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And they conspired with them. Uh, the political people to get this done. 
And then when we look at the early colonizations of other countries that were like non-Catholic or non-Christian, and we look at religious wars and slavery and so forth. You know, religion, that religious spirit was behind all of it. And the enemy is not threatened by us as long as we're operating in that religious spirit. So I'm going to stop right there. That's quite a bit, I think, to chew on. And I will continue on this topic. And I I even might do some writing and I might post out on When Christians Speak, um, uh, our group on uh, Facebook, out there on Facebook. And I may do some posting on uh, Instagram. Well, Instagram is under my name, uh, Pat Randall. So if you want to follow me out there. But I'm I'm going to stop right here. And Father, I just thank you. I thank you that, that you love us and that you're faithful. And that you have never, ever given up on us. You had never given up on us. And and I'm reminded that most people, most people want to do good. That those who are evil and who want to divide and cause fear and promote fear, and discrimination that they're in the minority they're the small group and our lack of knowledge can make us pray to just that small group of people who are there to manipulate and control for their own purposes. But Father, I thank you. I thank you because nothing is hidden from you. You know the beginning to the end. And I thank you for your spirit moving upon the hearts of your beloved And I'm grateful. And it's in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So here we are. This is the first Friday um, of the month. And that will be Friday Night Joy with Pastor Ray Rose at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So tune in tomorrow for that broadcast or at a later time because... You know, all of our stuff is cataloged and it's out in, and, um, in the archives at Blog Talk Radio backslash When Christians Speak and, or on um, our website, whenchristianspeak.com. And so you're able to actually um, listen to this message and any of our other previous messages anytime you want and as many times as you want. So God bless you and thank you for this opportunity.
to be able to speak into your life and just stay encouraged. Anchor your hope in the Lord. Amen. God bless. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.